Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. My name is Michelle Burkhardt, and I'm your host. Welcome. Okay, so today I have a bit of a vulnerable episode to share with you. Uh, it's related to an email that I sent out this morning, um, just in a, in a really reflective mode about my own life. And as you know, you regular loyal listeners know, uh, whatever I'm going through at some point, <laughs> you're going to hear about it. Um, not to be oversharing, but really to help you understand the the practices or the, the tools and resources uh, the concepts that we share on this this uh, podcast, it's not just about, you know, changing one belief. It's about living a life where you're constantly checking in and constantly not not in a frantic sort of way, but just checking in with where am I at with my beliefs? What am, where am I at with my thinking? And when you're working with um, good mentors and coaches and counselors uh, and friends and just going throughout life, stuff is going to come up, right? Um, I, I, ha- I work with all of those people, plus I, I read a lot. Uh, and so there's uh, a lot that is kind of coming to my awareness um, about my own life. And so I, I'd like to share a little bit about that with you. Uh, I was really inspired, I guess, to sit and simmer with the idea of what I'm going to share with you today by the author Roxanne Gray. We've mentioned her in the past, but she she does a lot of writing um, from the woman's experience of life or woman's point of view. And she's got a book out there. It's called It's Not That Bad or no, it's called Not That Bad. Um, and I, I haven't finished it yet. It's one I, I just read a little bit of and then I've got to sit back and kind of chew on it a little. Um, but the premise is <coughs> many of us have been through issues in our life, especially as women. Women are, are, are conditioned um, in certain societies to be you know, kind and sweet and nice and compliant. Um, That's why we become people pleasers, right? Caretakers, enablers, because that's what society wants from us. Um, And we also are challenged that when we have an issue or a problem or, or something come up in our life, well, you should be grateful, right? It's really not that bad. You really should be grateful, right? Um, And we do this to each other, don't we? We do this to ourselves, each other. Uh, You know, when somebody's complaining about something, and maybe you've gone through that something, and and you're also experiencing something that's like, way more earth shattering, right? So, uh, you know, I remember a conversation where somebody had um, lost their cat of 18 years. Uh, And in the same conversation within the group, somebody had literally lost their mother, and they were having kind of like um, <laughs> a grief competition, if you can call it that. Um, whereas the person who lost their mother was like, it's just a cat. You can get another cat. You can't get another mother. And while that is true, um, that does not, um, you know, negate the, the cat lover's grief, right? And so, you know, it's not that bad that you lost your cat. You should be grateful it wasn't your mom right? So that's the subtle way that we do it to each other. Now, I want to share some things with you today um, uh, that are the very subtle ways that I have either done it to myself or someone else has said something to me. 
So it's not that bad. Um, you know, every time I fought with my ex-husband, uh, it was always my fault, right? It didn't matter if I had, you know, let's say a valid issue or reason. It was my fault. I, I was the failure. Um, it was, uh, you know, some sort of lack of knowledge on my part or probably a mental issue is how it was labeled. And every t- time that we fought, because of who I was in my personality, I tried to make him feel better with mercy and forgiveness, encouragement. It's, it's okay, honey. It's not that bad. It's okay. You know, you'll be all right. Right. It wasn't that bad. I should be grateful that he stayed with me. Right. And when I experienced my fifth miscarriage and I told him that morning what was happening, uh, we had, you know, spent actually a couple months getting really excited and, and, and ready for this child and just about getting ready to announce to everybody what was going on. Um, and he just kind of shook his head and said, I wondered if that would happen. And he went to work like nothing, nothing happened. Um, <laughs> and you know, I, I had to ha- go through the surgery on my own. I had to go through this whole grieving process on my own. Um, and it wasn't that bad, right? I should be grateful. I had four previous miscarriages, so I I knew what to do in that moment, right? Or the moment that I had a panic attack because um, we were talking about our finances for the first time, like really talking and realizing his attitude around our finances really ended up in the result of me working really, really hard and making a lot of money so he could spend it. And he had no desire or intention of putting my needs anywhere near the top of the priority list. And that panic attack left me numb and unable to talk, unable to move, um, realizing that he never had my best interests at heart. But you know, that wasn't that bad, right? I should be grateful that he talked with me about our finances finally, right? Or the night when I experienced terror for the first time inside my marriage and I, you know, my body was sore and hurting and I was so surprised and confused and not sure what to do. Well, I mean, it's not that bad, right? It happened to me several places in my life before. I should just be grateful that he still wants me, right? Or the moment that I was driving home from a family function uh, where all my in-laws were, basically they avoided me, ignored me, um, downright snubbed me, or just were plain rude and mean. Um, But it's not that bad, right? Even though I had thoughts of killing myself, it's not that bad. At least I had good food, right? I should be grateful that they let me come to their event anyway. Or when I was sitting in a lawyer's office, hearing her explain how the only salvation from losing my business and being completely destitute and living in my car and not having access to my kids was him and his decision and just weeping, knowing how little I could trust him and how much power and control he had over my life. But hey, it wasn't that bad, right? At least he didn't hit me or leave marks. I should be grateful that he didn't do that, right? 
or the moments when I was confronted by multiple pastors uh, after he had this campaign against my my character and my integrity. And they approached me because of my lack of loyalty within the marriage or my telling lies or being a bad mom um, or my mental health issues or, you know, uh, dare I say, demonic tendencies. But hey, it wasn't that bad. He could have said worse right? I should be grateful. For what? I don't know. (laughs) Right? All these things and many more, okay, were labeled in my life by me and others as not that bad. Why? Well, now I truly understand, you know, my early conditioning uh, that taught me to be quiet and nice and compliant. I get it because, you know, if you if you experience something and you label it as not that bad, you can really go on with life, right? Um, and and let's face it, it could be worse. So take the the um, competitive grievers, you know, yeah. Hey, your cat just died. You've spent almost your whole entire life with that animal. And it has literally become a part of your family, but it's not that bad. You should be grateful. It's not someone that's actually a human, right? Be thankful. It's not worse. Now, as I was trying to process all of this, you know, a pastor friend of mine told me that I'm too sensitive. Um, and, and really at first I, I thought, yeah, okay. Yeah. Maybe I'm too sensitive. Um, but now I look at that as like, wait a minute, (laughs) maybe I'm not too sensitive. Maybe I'm numb. Maybe I'm numb to this idea of, you know, it hurts, but I never label it as bad as something that shouldn't have happened. Um, I, I just take on the pain and say, well, it's okay. It's not that big of a deal. Right. If I was more sensitive, maybe I could see things as bad as they are, right? And cease to be grateful in that moment that they weren't worse. And maybe if I was more sensitive, I could actually call it what it is and be empowered to escape that situation. And maybe if others in my life were more sensitive rather than going into this, uh, it's not that bad, be grateful kind of mode, they could see the facts and not let the rules of life kind of get in the way. So, you know, many of my previous family groups, organizations, systems that I I've have participated in had every reason to make me say it's not that bad. I should be grateful because who wins when I say this? Well, everyone but me, right? Everyone who is, you know, subtly and knowing or not so knowing, trying to control and manipulate and have what they want without giving me my freedom, they win, right? So who wins when you are quiet and nice and kind rather than identifying the pain that you're in? So what? As you guys know, when we're on this this podcast, we always get to the point where we ask, so what? What do we do with this information, right? This insight. Well, first of all, for myself, um, let me just say that the abuse, um, the attacks, the the slander, all of that was bad. (laughs) All of that was wrong. Um, All of it should not have happened. 
And I'm not grateful that they did happen. Okay. And I'm not going to compare it to something worse just to say that it was okay in my life to kind of justify its existence. And because I just said a lot of things in there, right? Because we've talked before about labeling things as good, bad, and they just are, right? And we've talked a lot about that word should, right? So when I say that should not have happened, well, it did. So clearly, you know, it was there, right? And, okay, even in the same breath, this kind of paradoxical living, I release it all. And I let go of all of it because guess what? I don't need any kind of energy like that in my life. Okay. I am looking forward. So when something happens in my life and it's like that and you know, it's bad and it hurt me, I'm going to say it and I'm going to release it when it's time and I'm going to move forward. Does that make sense? So, uh, the, the new question that I have for myself right now is how good can life get? I will acknowledge, obviously, when something happens and take actions, you know, to have a better future for myself and for other people, definitely going to keep love and joy in my heart as much as possible, despite any sort of like fearful control from other people. But I'm also going to, you know, I'm going to call it what it is, and I'm going to move on when it's time. And here's the thing, all those things that I just shared with you, and then some, it was that bad. And I'm not grateful for them and I release them all. So what about you? What have you or someone in your life labeled as not that bad? What have you been told to be grateful for because it wasn't worse? What do you want to do with all that information now? The answer to those three questions is really important because your freedom depends on it. Okay. So thank you so much for letting me share this with you today, for continuing to listen uh, to this podcast. I really appreciate it. Um, and and just be look, on the lookout for that subtle kind of belief or type of thinking, right, that comes in and says, well, it isn't that bad. Check that. Just check it. I'm not saying that, that um, you have to let it run you, um, but just notice when it starts showing up, okay? All right, so with that, I release you into the wild. Go forth and prosper. Have an amazing day. We'll catch you next time. All right. Bye-bye.